Welcome to the Asylum. And now, your hosts, Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs. Ooh, the weekend and week eight are here. Welcome into the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show. Proudly members of the Full-Time Fantasy Network, fulltimefantasy.com, at fulltimefantasy on Twitter. And, of course, follow your boys, asylumfantasysports.com, at asylumfootball on Twitter, and get into Rick's mailbag, asylumfootball at gmail.com. Yeah, for God's sakes, get on iTunes, subscribe to us, you know, give us a rating, leave a comment. Do something. Yeah, give us God a five-star rating. I mean, don't give us a one, even though we deserve it. Give us five, you listen yeah. to it five times, and give us a star yeah. for each time. Time, whatever. You lie to your wife 30 times a day. You can lie to iTunes once, for God's sake. Exactly. Man up here a little bit. Help a brother out. No kidding. Good God, uh, get off your butt. All right, Rick. Jeez. Week 8 is upon us. By week hell continues on by this week, Rick. The Ravens and the Cowboys. Oh, so there's only two, but those are two pretty big ones right Mark now. Mark Ingram, Zeke, Prescott, uh, Mari Cooper, Probably, oh, it's definitely Mark Andrews, Jason Witten, maybe. Um, Too many. Yeah, a lot. Well, what I can say is a guy in a super flex, we're in the same super flex league, Rick, who has Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson as his quarterback, is struggling a little bit, a uh, little bit here this week. But let's get right into it so we can leave lots of time to pick games in the mailbag. Rick starts QBRB wide receiver. You go first. All right, quarterback, if you're in a pinch, he's put up decent enough numbers. Mason Rudolph against that Miami defense, I think go for it. He's going to be playing for me in that super flex this week. You betcha. Same with me. Um, uh, He's got a ton of weapons. Miami stinks. So, I mean, that's a good start. I think running back, here's one here he's been – Kind of falling out of favor, especially the last couple of weeks as far as usage goes. Uh, It's Phillip Lindsay. But, um, you know, Indianapolis is 19th and 21st against the run and the pass, respectively, there. That's perfect fit for Phillip Lindsay. He can get in and get him some carries. He can get out there and catch the ball in the flat. I I think Phillip Lindsay is a good flex start this week. And uh, wide receiver, Kenny Stills. Uh, with Fuller out, I, I think Watson's going to head to him against a defense that's 31st against the pass in the Oakland Raiders. Kenny Stills getting a lot of run this week. If he was still out there on waiver wires, people spent a ton of money on him, and for just, good reason. Just for an example, I put him in my flex and yanked that Jarvis Landry going against that New England defense. So That's interesting. We'll get to, get to that here a little bit later. So for me, Rick, I'm not certain. We still get questions about him every week. He should be about an every week start. Start, but if he's not, Josh Allen this week against the Eagles, if you have any question, that Eagles defense is just pathetic. That team seems like they've given up, and I like Josh, Josh Allen this week. Rick, my next two picks are going to contradict everything I said on Thursday night's show, which is something I like to do. So my running back for this week and this week alone, if you're in a bind, if you're a Zeke owner, you've got injuries, you got concerns, for this week and this week alone, in a PPR format, I like J.D. McKissick going up against that Giants defense. That Giants pass defense is horrific. Everybody spent all their free agent dollars on Ty Johnson. I think he's going to be just aight. I think J.D. McKissick has a nice little PPR day and what I think is going to be a top two or three 
quarterback day for for my boy Matt Stafford. <laughs> I, think boy. He, I think he bounces back here against the Giants. And at wide receiver, Cortland Sutton, same thing, what you talked about with the Colts. Right. Colts uh, struggle a little bit there in the, in the passing game, and I think Cortland, Cortland Sutton – benefits now with Emmanuel Sanders being gone just with a few more targets. Look, he's the number tw- – what did we decide? Number 12 yeah, wide right receiver now. heading into this week. And I still don't think people view him as an every-week start. It is now time, irregardless of what happened with Emmanuel Sanders. But you take him out, there's just no way as disinterested as he looked and as bad as Joe Flacco was last week. I think he's a professional. He's a Super Bowl champion. I think he bounces back a little bit. He's got a little extra motivation, and I think Cortland Sutton uh, is the beneficiary of that. All right, Rick, who are we sitting? Okay, sitting a quarterback. <laughs> to me, it's just bone-chilling obvious. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, if you're Even if you're a Prescott owner or, um, you know, Lamar Jackson on a bye, something of that nature, get somebody else in there. I, I mean, there's no way. I Look, I would rather take Andy Dalton against the Rams than <laughs> Mayfield right. against New England. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Okay, running backs. You know, speaking of the Bengals there, Joe Mixon. I, oh, my God. I am to the point where I don't – I think Tyler Boyd is, Boyd is like the only person you could legitimately start on that offense yeah. in a week-to-week basis. A bad offensive line and a bad Andy Dalton has made a really bad Joe Mixon. The, the, the Rams only give up 95 yards a game, and the Cincinnati offensive line has only served up 53 yards a game to Joe Mixon. This is one of the more – Talented, dynamic backs in the league. He was a late first round, exactly pick for for everybody. But He's I can't even awful. start him. No, you can't. And wide receiver, I, don't gamble with Zach Pascal. That that's just my take. Look, you know, unless you're really forced to. Denver ranks third versus the pass, and Pascal has been inconsistent. The lion's share is always going to Hilton. And, right. and I just think you should have better options. Everybody's pulling the underwear over their head because of the game he had last week. <laughs> People tend to do that. Yeah, and I mean, Denver's a different animal on defense. They're, I know they're 2-5, and five, but they can be pretty rough against the pass. Yeah, all right. For me, I'm sitting Rick Carson Wentz against the Bills. Don't like that matchup, obviously. You talked on Thursday you know, about Aguilar. It almost feels like the, the offensive line's terrible. It almost feels like these receivers have quit on Carson Wentz. This might be a theme going forward, but certainly this week I don't like that Bills matchup. Different – a totally different looking team when Foles was there, right? Yeah, under under center, yeah. aren't they? You almost feel like it's leadership or, or something to that degree. Yeah, I I really don't know. One day that story I think will be told, but as disinterested as you know, obviously Aguilar, I talked about Ertz on Thursday. Alshon Jeffries looked disgusted. It just, there's something isn't right, and the common theme between when they were great and whatever this is seems to be Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I just pure speculation, but I, I'm starting to wonder. My sit this week may surprise you. Rick. It's going to be Derrick Henry going against the Buccaneers. You I consider Derrick. Hold Henry. on a minute. It's Derrick. Why Henry. I'm not arguing. Hold on a minute. <laughs> it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have shut down everybody. Christian McCaffrey twice. Now, he put up some passing yards and got in the end zone in that. But then listen to this. Saquon Barkley, 10 yards. Todd Gurley, 16 yards. 
Alvin Kamara, 62 yards. They are that as bad as they are in the secondary. They will shut your running back down. Your number fa- one in the league versus Unbelie- the rush. Unbelievable to yeah. me. And Derrick Henry, why would you again with Ryan Tannehill starting at quarterback? I got to think Tannehill say, all right, Ryan, if you can put up 40, which he may be able to against that secondary. You're going to do it in the passing game. Derrick Henry ain't going to be the guy who beats us. So I, I think it's tough, but you're going. You're going to have to scrape the wire a little bit and find better options because if Barkley goes for 10, Gurley goes for 16, McCaffrey goes for 35, I don't see Derrick Henry putting up big numbers. And at wide receiver, you mentioned him earlier, Jarvis Landry going up against the Pats. If I had any stones at all, I'd say Odell Beckham. I think they take him away. I think Landry gets taken away. It's going to be a long, long day for Baker Mayfield and the Browns, and all the wide receivers suffer, but I'm going to take the easy way out and go with Jarvis Landry. I agree. All right, Rick, let's get to our game picks right into it. Let's start in Atlanta as the Seahawks head into Atlanta, lane six and a half. Yeah, and now we have Matt Ryan out, who is – Certainly not the problem with that offense. Um, I know he gets a lot of the blame. Of course, quarterbacks do that. But, but you know, um, it's part of the yeah. $80 million contract. Exactly. But I tell you what, there's something wrong with that offensive line. They can't run the football. Devontae Freeman seems to have lost it in it, in my mind. It's just not that same player for that he was a couple of years no, ago. No, Anyway, I have Seahawks 35, bouncing back from a def- defeat. Falcons 20. Yeah, we're pretty close there. I got Seattle 33-23, so a pretty easy cover for Seattle on the road. All right, the Eagles, as I just mentioned, headed into, heading into Orchard Park, getting a point and a half. Uh, that's a surprisingly low number for me. Yeah. Okay, where's the game there? we got to start coordinating this so we're in order and we don't have to spend half the show watching you try to find those games. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Okay, what is the line? Eagles getting a point and a half. Okay, versus the Bills, and I have the Bills shutting that offense down. I don't think the Bills are going to score a lot of points, but I have the Bills 19, the Eagles 17. I struggle with this game, and I shouldn't have, and I hope I didn't overthink myself here. So everything I just said about Carson Wentz, everything we just said about that team, that offense, how bad the defense has been, I still got stuck in the back of my head that they're a good football team. I know. I still have stuck in the back of my head that while Buffalo is good, they're not 6-1, and 7-1 and one good, whatever they're going to be, where the only team in the league that can beat them is the New England Patriots. I don't know how. I don't know why. Professional pride. I don't know what it is, but Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Howard, you know, some guys who can play football – I just got a feeling, based on nothing other than gut feeling, the Eagles find a way and steal one here in Buffalo. I'm going to take the Eagles outright, 20-17. to 17. And this, this is providing Carson Wentz survives. Well, yeah, if, yeah, if okay. he dies in the first quarter, <laughs> right. I reserve the right to change, change <laughs> okay. my uh, pick here. All right, Rick, two teams that absolutely need it, which makes the narrative hard on this one, is the Chargers head into Soldier Field getting three and a half. I'll tell you what, I I don't have any idea what to make of this game. You you look at this Chargers offense and you would think, okay, man, you got a high-powered offense against this Bears defense, the vaunted Bears defense, right? It's like, I don't know. They're not that not good. The, the Chargers, every wheel's falling off that, wa- that wagon that the Chargers are pulling. Trubisky stinks. I 
Somehow, I think maybe through a defensive touchdown, whatever, I have the Bears winning 24-23. So I have the Bears winning, but the Chargers covering. Yeah, we're, we're in the same mindset here where two teams are struggling offensively. Yeah, I just got to go with the best defense, right? And as, as mediocre, I don't want to say bad, as mediocre as they've looked the last couple weeks, the Bears are a much better defense. I don't trust the Chargers not to keep trying to make Melvin Gordon happen. How many guys have we said that about over the years? Quit trying to make them happen. The Chargers need to quit trying to make Melvin Gordon happen. I don't think they will. It's just upset the balance of that team. But I, too, think it's going to be ugly. The Bears' offense is still horrific. So I got the Bears by a field goal here, 19-16, which would be a Bears win, but a Chargers cover. So we both oh, have it's a, three and a half. That's right. Yeah, we, yeah. So we both got ourselves a Chargers cover. All right, the New York football Giants getting six and a half, heading into Detroit to see my boy Matt Stafford. And I think the Lions win this game. I, you know, look – I think they have too much talent on offense. Their defense is suspect, and there's Saquon Barkley to deal with. I like the Lions in this game, 27, but I think the Giants cover. I think it's 27-24, so I'm going with the Lions victory, Giants cover. Well, we're going to agree against the spread, Rick. My Detroit Lions, my boy, Matt Stafford. Let's go! It's guy love. They had a chance, Rick. It was all laid out. They looked like a playoff team. After that second-half collapse in week one in Arizona that led to the tie, and then they went on a little winning streak, and then they've gotten jobbed here, and things have gone sideways here. It started to look a lot like a Detroit Lions season. So you got a Giants team with a rookie quarterback who's reeling, who after a hot start is looking like a rookie again. This sets up for all the world for the Detroit Lions to vomit all over their shoes. I, Rick, am I upset? That special of the week. I have the New York Giants winning this thing outright, 27-24. Okay. I had the Giants upsetting, I think it was the Cards last week. Yeah, that and didn't work out. So no, well it didn't work me. out too good. But, uh, you know, hey, keep listening to your boys. You know, we forgot to mention it at the top. We crushed the line again last week. Both of us, 9-4. and four, Nice. Winning you money. You are making so. money with your boys here at the Asylum. Yes, indeed. All right, Rick. The Bucks getting two and a half on the road in Tennessee. And I, this this game, Good luck. Yeah, yeah flip I a have coin. no idea. I'm not even. I don't even want to discuss it. I, I I think that the Tennessee Titans play enough defense. There's no run game in Tampa Bay. You can't run on Tampa Bay. So I mean, now it's Ryan Tannehill is going to have to put up the points. Somewhere along the line, I'm going with Tennessee 29, the Bucks 26. So I have Tennessee winning, but the Buccaneers covering. Not if it's by a field goal. You've got Tennessee winning and covering. Oh, it's, it's two, a two and a half. And a half I'm sorry. Line. I thought you said three. Okay, so I have the Titans winning and covering. I'm not bearing from my score. Kind, kind of for all the reasons you laid out, I think the, the Buccaneers' offense is better – should be. Than the Titans is bad and vice versa defensively. 
So I think the Buccaneers win this game. I'm I'm driven a little bit by the bye week, even here a little bit. And I just think with the weapons and a Chris Godwin, a Mike Evans, you know, certainly a lack of a running game, and they weren't going to try to establish against it, one which would be the strength of this Tennessee defense. I'm not going to overthink. I'm going to take the Bucks here outright. I wouldn't be surprised at any outcome of this game. No. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended at halftime <laughs> because the Goodyear blimp crashed onto the 50 yard. We never know what's going to happen. Like that with movie these Black two. Sunday. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bucks here outright. I got a lot of upsets early on, a lot of road dogs as well. All right, speaking of road dog, Rick, the the Broncos getting six heading into Indianapolis. Boy, I got to slow down and talk yeah. here. Calm, Calm down. down, Zen. Damn it! Damn it! Damn That's it! Better. Damn it! That'll calm you down. Whew. All right. <laughs> Your okay. favorite button. You only need the one. I like I like the Colts. Uh, with with everything that I said about that Bronco pass defense and so forth, I, I still think Jacoby Brissett, uh, with the weapons they have, Ebron, Hilton, etc. Marlon Mack, I think, is going to have a decent day against this Bronco defense. I like Colts 26, Broncos 18. So I got the Colts winning and covering. Yeah, we're, we're pretty close on this one, Rick, score-wise. I only want to say Frank Reich, Jacoby Brissett, there ought to be a statue of them beside Peyton Manning's statue outside of Lucas Oil. What those two have done with the hand they were dealt late, late, late in the preseason is just tremendous. Jacoby Brissett, he's not just managing games. Jacoby Brissett is winning football games. Frank Reich, perfect game plan. Make, make, talk about making lemonade out of lemons. I, I think they're just doing a great job. I can't say any of that about Joe Flacco and the Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos. Colts are just a flat better team. I got them here 28-17, so that's a win and a cover. Rick, your Cincinnati Bengals, as you pointed out at the end of last <laughs> yeah. last night's show, getting 13.5 points in L.A., well, in London, taking on the Rams. Right. And I don't know, 13.5, I don't know how they'll get this to 23. I have the Rams winning by 14, 37-23. It could be garbage time. I don't yeah. know. It's... Rams are a better team. I'm going Rams win and cover. Yeah, I can't believe how many times I've laid in the teens this year. Yeah, this, this and one... won! Yeah, so much for parity. But this one I'm not even thinking about. It is 41-6. to The Bengals are pathetic. The Rams have to have, and this is what the Rams are going to do, right? They're going to look fierce against awful opponents and then crap the bed when it really matters, I think, is who the Rams are right now. Here's another double-digit one, Rick. The Cardinals getting 10.5 in New Orleans. Don't know. I don't know if it matters, but don't know yet 100% who the quarterback's going to be. I'm banking on Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't think that it matters with that New Orleans defense. I just think they're a better team. More weapons. Uh, look, Kamara went out. Latavius Murray just goes roughshod over the team they played last week. I even forget who it was now. But um, I don't. The Bears. Yeah, the Bears. And, and I just don't think that it matters. Uh, I'm going Saints 37, Cardinals 24. Probably a little better game, but um, it, it could be a blowout. Till the end, who knows? Yeah. But I'm going 37-24, Saints. I'm starting to buy into the Cardinals as a more dynamic offense than we thought they were going to be. So, again, assuming Drew Brees does not play, or, in fact, if Drew Brees does play and is even at his advanced age and his ability and his uh, – 
anyhow, I'm overthinking this. I'm over talking about it. Saints clearly going to win this game. But I think the Cardinals find a way to cover. I, I I just think at some point, you know, a bad team coming into your building after a big, you know, a big win. I think the Cardinals have find a way to keep it close for a while before the Saints pull it out. So I'm going to take a uh, I'm going to take a Cardinals cover here, but I'm going to take the Saints to win 29-20 or 30-20. Right. But you know how I like to throw a 29 in there now and again. <laughs> yeah. All right, your the team of your youth, the J E T S Jets, 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 getting. Six as they head down to Jacksonville in Minshew Mania. And there's no way that um, Ghost can scare Sam Darnold again, I, I'm uh, sure. Them things will follow you around. I watch the shows, Rick. <laughs> I watch them all. Look, the Jets are bad. The Jaguars, they still find ways to make games close. Look, they, they were blowing out Cincinnati last week and ended up giving that late touchdown right. to make it 17. I'm going Jaguars 27, Jets 23. So I'm going to go the Jaguars win, but I'm going to let the Jets cover. I just – boy, we're going to learn everything I think we need to know about Sam Darnold this week. I just don't know coming off of that. You know, I don't put much stock in the seeing ghosts. I think more, of made, more was made of that than what it was. Of course it was. I thought it was ridiculous yeah. that they're making all the – getting all this traction over this stuff. Right. I, I think it's ridiculous. But, but when you struggle that bad, I think it does take a while to get your mojo back. It takes a while to get the trust of your teammates back. And the Jaguars' defense, while not the Pats' defense, is still a pretty big play defense. And Sam Darnold kind of has a pen for turning the ball over right now, which doesn't bode well. I think a defensive touchdown late gives the Jags the win and the cover 26-13. All right. All right, the Panthers, Rick, getting five and a half at the undefeated 49ers. This is I struggle the game with this one. that yeah. I am probably the most interested in in the entire week. Um, I think all good things come to an end. I think his winning streak ends this week. I think Carolina Panthers are – Dynamic enough on offense with Christian McCaffrey, obviously, and Garoppolo hasn't been anything spectacular. They're they're grind them out, but I tell you what, the things about the, this Panthers defense is it's tough to grind against too. I'm going Panthers 24. 49ers 23. Boy, I kicked that around, Rick. I really did. And I, I've been burnt so many times because I've been predicting the 49ers are due to lose for three weeks now, it feels <laughs> like. So I'm going to go ahead and end their winning streak by finally predicting them one time to win in cover. <laughs> I'm going to take the Niners here 23-17 with no confidence in that pick whatsoever. All right, Rick, the Browns. Browns, the everybody's preseason darling, the Super Bowl champion Browns, now find themselves getting 13 points on the road at Foxborough. I got Patriots 38, Browns 21. So I'm, I'm taking the Patriots to win and cover. Yeah, I don't even know what. I don't even want to analyze yeah, it. what it says about the Browns, good, bad, or otherwise. I'm just, I'm done. I don't care what the number is. I'm taking the patch the rest of the way. So I got the patch here, 36-17. Raiders, Rick, getting a touchdown as they head to Houston. Yeah, I don't think they can beat Houston in Houston. And even though Houston is, uh, boy, you want them to be good, and then they throw up all over themselves. We talked about it last week. It's it, only when they play divisional it, opponents. Yeah. This isn't a division game. 
I think they beat the Raiders, but I'm, I'm going 32-27. I'm going to Texans wins, Raiders cover. Uh, yeah, I don't even have that. It's just I think Houston is a good team, is a playoff team, is a if not for the Patriots, a championship caliber team, except for whatever happens, weird crap in that AFC South. So I think this is a pretty easy Texans cover here. Texans win 27-16. Sunday night football, the Packers lane four at Arrowhead. This number would be a lot different if it weren't for the Pat Mahomes situation. Well, I wish Pat Mahomes was healthy. I would love to this see this finally game. Finally a good, good yeah. prime time game. That being said, um, look, it's a backup quarterback. It's Matt Moore. He's been around a long time, like 15 years, if I'm not mistaken. Knows what he's doing, can manage a football game, but I tell you what, you can't just manage a football game and beat Aaron Rodgers. I got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, 37, Chiefs 30. Yeah, I agree 100%. You can't even manage your way to within four points of Aaron Rodgers the way he's playing right now. Right. So this is uh, Packers pretty easily here. I got the Packers 34, Chiefs 20. And Monday night football, the one we've all been waiting for, Rick, all year. Everybody's had this circled on their calendars as the Dolphins head into Pittsburgh getting a cool – Mason Rudolph is laying 14 points. Let me say that again, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph yeah. is giving 14 points to a National Football League team. And if the Steelers don't truck the Dolphins, Mike Tomlin should be fine. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going Steelers 34, Dolphins 15, and win and cover. This thing will be closer than it needs be for a while. I think the Steelers find uh, find a way. You know, Brian Fitzpatrick loves to throw pick sixes. Recently, the Steelers have loved to make pick sixes. I think that's what gets the cover. We're going to sweat this one out, but the Steelers will cover 24-9. to All right, it's time. You've got mail. Asylumfootball at gmail.com, at asylumfootball on Twitter. Rick, reach down into that satchel, and let's have our mailbag for the week. We haven't done that tired bit for a while. I missed it. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to have my little mini drive anymore, no, so I've no, got to get papers out. Drives me and say, yes, print it out, bring it in. Drag a in the mailbag Dirty saddle bag like I like to see. Yeah, just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, Reese. Has a question, PPR question. Shady McCoy or mm. Devontae Freeman? <laughs> I think the offense, as what it'll be for Kansas City, will run through Shady. I don't like his situation, but Freeman going, you can run on CA. I'm going to go Freeman here. I'm going to go Freeman. See, I was edging, I was leaning McCoy just. Because you can kind of run on Green Bay. Uh, Got now a three-headed monster. They don't want to take Daryl out, but Damian's back in Shady. And I think Pat Mahomes made that engine go. I think it'd get real ugly for Kansas City. Matt Schaub playing Seattle. I'm seeing a lot of check downs. Uh. Yeah, okay. Just to save Reese from saying, well, these guys just can't even agree. We'll go Devontae Freeman. I don't feel good about it, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah, do you have any other options? (laughs) J.D. McKissick, pick him up, plug (laughs) him in. Ty Johnson, go out on the waiver wire. There you go. All right, Sammy writes. It seems like Sammy has this uh, problem a lot. Rivers or Minshew? Uh, Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Um, Just based on matchup, I'll go Minshew. 
Rivers has struggled. I don't like going into Chicago. I'm, the I'm, offense has no pride, but I got to imagine the defense does. I'm with you. Minshew mania, baby. All right, blow it up. All right. Get your little pen out because Keelan oh. has a trade offer. Keelan. Half point PPR. Okay. Now I have, and I'll say that this is props to Keelan. He's listening to the asylum. He explains everything. All right. All right. So you got the half point PPR, right? I got that. Okay. I have Barkley, Hyde, Aaron Jones, and Jordan Howard running back. Okay. I have Godwin, Hilton, Landry, Devontae Parker, Conley, and McLaurin at wide receiver. Okay. I was offered Leonard Fournette and Robbie Anderson for T.Y. Hilton and Aaron Jones. What do you think? For T.Y. and Jones. Okay, so you're going to... So Fournette's obviously going to step in there. So now you have clearly your number two. So now you're with Godwin, what Landry, and then you're throwing up McLaurin and Robin Robbie Anderson, who's being shot by the Jets right now, and Conley. I wouldn't give up Hilton. I I don't think you need to. I don't either. Fournette would certainly bolster your running back, but not as much as it's going to weaken your wide receiver. The way Aaron Jones is playing right now, right? It's a dynamic offense. You know, Barkley's worth a. Once he gets healthy here, he's worth a running back and a half anyhow. Yeah, I just I don't see any need for it. You're not mm-hmm. upgrading your overall squad that much. No, I agree. It's a fair deal. It's a reasonable deal, but no, you don't need it. I agree. And, and Robbie Anderson is junk in that deal as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I mean, look, we've already talked about how bad Darnold and the Jets look, and it just came out yesterday that the Jets are shopping Robbie Anderson. Consequently, he may become valuable towards the end of the year, but you can't no, gamble on that. No, and right no. now, it's, he's not that big of a deal. Yeah, if so, I roll Barkley, Jones, Godwood, and Hilton, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, you and me both. Okay, Frank writes. I don't know if that's old, old Frank that well, you were afraid of or not. I was terrified. That man was crazy. <laughs> If I believe this was him, wasn't it? Damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Railroad yeah. worker. You can hear him yeah. pounding the spikes in the background. Okay. Frank writes, if everything stays the same, no injuries, et cetera. All right. Who would you keep in a keeper league for next year? Well, he's already – the Frank season must be over. He's already looking ahead. All right. Michael Thomas, Nick Chubb. I only get one. To me, it's uh, Thomas. I, I couldn't let him go. Yeah, it's just too. I mean, you don't want to give up an RB one. I understand where he's coming from, but what Michael Thomas brings to the table is just yeah, just steady as a rock. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it yesterday, right? Just you know, seven for a buck thirty and a touch every week. Write it down. Yeah, Chubb by no fault of his own feels like he's a little more up and down, just based on how bad that offense can be. That team can be. So yeah, it's Thomas, but it's tougher than you think. It is. I mean, you got premium on running backs, and it's not nearly as deep. Okay, Ross writes, pretty simple. Stafford or Goff? 
Both have good matchups, but I, I've got Stafford as a top two or three guy this week against that giant secondary. That one's easy for me. Yeah, to me, I can't even help Ross out here because to me, it's it's hands down uh, golf against Cincinnati. Really? I, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, well, you're a winner either way, but yeah, I agree. Um, who the Lions playing? They're playing the Giants. Giants at home for golf against the Bengals, and they're in playing London. in London. Probably be raining. It's all it does is rain there. <laughs> Stupid people living there in the rain with the with the euros and the warm beer. Oh, a bunch of knuckleheads. They have pounds, don't they? Don't they? I don't know if they. Oh, they use don't do the, the euro. Well, pounds think. are stupid too. I wish I had a lot of pounds. Well, I tell you, I've got, around my waist. I got plenty of pounds. It's right. just not the kind I can trade in for anything other right. than diabetes. <laughs> That's a good point. All righty, Jason writes. Start two and a half point PPR. I have Zeke on a buy. Okay. Mac, Hyde, Shady, Tevin Coleman. McCoy. All right. Well, you never have to ask about Mac. He's an every week, forget about it, lock it up. Yeah. So Hyde, McCoy, Coleman. Hey, hey, hey. Who's out in San Francisco again? I'm blanking on it. Coleman. Oh, the, the the opponent? Yes. Carolina. Carolina. So that's a tougher matchup. McCoy, we've had questions about. Hyde at home against the Raiders. I think Hyde's probably the safest bet, but I might go – I might shoot for the sky and go with Coleman here. I think Coleman's got the highest upside of the three on that list. Hyde definitely volume-wise rushing. I, I agree with you there that, that Hyde is probably, you would think, the safer play, but – Coleman's more dynamic. Yeah. They they run so much in San Francisco, plus he's a pass catcher. Right. Along with Brita. Yeah, I mean, definitely Mack. And I'll go Coleman. Definitely. All right. Ace writes. Ace. Like Ventura. Yeah, I guess so. Or Ace Freely. I prefer Ventura. I don't know. I like Kiss better than Jim Carrey. Anybody who makes their butt talk makes me laugh. I'm a I child. Know. I'm perpetually I, I, a child. I, I can't. I can't go there. He's like, you know, you you don't know comedy. Yeah, I do. I, I know the Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello. You know, John Candy and talking butts. No, Jim Carrey is just a knockoff, a Jerry Lewis knockoff, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Oh yeah, well I mean, see, you Did don't Jerry know. Did Jerry Lewis ever make his butt talk? He could have, but he did. But they weren't allowed then. Well, he didn't have the guts. <laughs> he probably did in front of Dean Martin. Yeah, they, a lot of people would say Dean we talk threw out his of, head through a wall. But <laughs> a lot of people say we talk out our ass all the time, so we well, should be big Ace Ventura fans. Or, you know, PC, we talking through our hats. Okay, Ace writes. I don't like that. The Jags defense for <laughs> the Packers. Jags, Dean, it's still the Jags. It's still a better matchup. I get what you're doing with with uh, Matt Moore out there, but I'm going to play it safe with the Jags. Yeah, I I'm not going to get cute with my defense. I will, yeah, just stick with Jacksonville. All righty, Susie writes. can't believe women listen to this. Pick two wide receivers in PPR. Okay. Cooper is on a bye. 
And when you see this lineup, I guess she felt she had to qualify. Sure. So I didn't, didn't draft all these so guys. So we didn't attack her. Yeah. 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 I, I get it. I'm a lot to deal with. Yeah. Allen Robinson. Okay. Kenny Stills. Okay. Devontae Parker. Deontay Johnson. Mike Williams. Okay. So. Allen Robinson is a no brainer. Yeah, Even think- as bad as Chicago's. Offense is he's putting up decent numbers, yeah, and then this really just comes down to Stills and uh, Mike Williams, and based on yeah. matchup alone, it's Stills, and it's yeah. not, not even close. close. I, I agree. Week. That's actually a good place to be in with Amari Cooper on by. Yeah, helped out by the Will Fuller injury, of course, but no doubt. we'll take it where we can get it. And you know, I'm hoping Susie snabbed him off the waiver wire because he probably wasn't worth a roster spot until Fuller got hurt. But anyway, kudos. All right, and finally, Randy writes. Randy. Should I bench Calvin Ridley for Marvin Jones or Jarvis Landry? I do not trust Schaub. I wouldn't distrust Schaub. I certainly wouldn't bench him for Jarvis Landry. No, no, that's that's my sit of the week. And, and, And I know with those four touchdowns, Marvin Jones looks attractive. It's a Kenny Galladay week then, right? Kenny Galladay had what, That's what two I'm catches thinking. for 25 yards <laughs> right. last week, and he's one of right. the six or eight best receivers And with Mohamed Sanu right out now. of town, do you really want to bench Calvin Ridley exactly. now? Exactly. In Schaub, it isn't like the Steelers going to Mason Rudolph. It is, Matt Schaub has won a lot of football games right. in this league, both in relief and as a starter. I know it was only one drive, but he looked really good in that one drive last week. I, I think Ridley will be just fine, so no, I wouldn't do and I think it's ironic. It may be full circle. I mean, Schaub started in Atlanta. Right. Nice. Booted out because of Matt Ryan. Back in, right. backing up Matt Ryan. Yeah. Now Matt Ryan's hurt. Maybe Schaub takes him to win number two. Who knows? Oh, Probably Fabulous not. win number two. All right. Is that it? <laughs> that is it, so, young man. All right. Well, let's go home then. Good luck this weekend. Thanks for joining us. Check out everything AsylumFootball.com, at AsylumFootball on Twitter. Rick will still answer those questions right up till kickoff, AsylumFootball at gmail.com, and, of course, FullTimeFantasy.com, and at FullTimeFantasy. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you. Yeah, and you can uh, call Rick. I'll send you his cell number (laughs) on email. Take care.